Hey, TJ. Oh my hey. God. If that isn't the most handsome freaking dude I've ever seen in my damn life. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Seriously, can you I'm stop? A... Look at this. You're making me feel ridiculous. You look so good. <laughs> oh, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, how's life treat you in general? Uh, in general, uh, life yeah. is good. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's just a, a daily a daily thing to get through. But, you know, that's okay. what life's all about. It has Terrific. its challenges, and we rise to meet them, and we move on. All right. Right then and there. You actually got there even faster than Darren. So, Darren, I told him, please do a podcast because you have just a certain way with phrasing. Right then and there. That's right. just like a beautiful intro to the Tommy L. Jenkins podcast. Like, hey, you take... You, no, no, Tommy, this is what people look for in a podcast. Like someone just being like, take each day as it comes, you know, like calming right. yeah, and yeah. soothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I reckon that'd be great cool. for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> okay, so um, TJ, you, you, I'm sorry you've been at the, the, the butt end of all of my puns and my acronyms. Um, but obviously, TJ minus four hours, TJ minus one hour to like recording. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But also, I'm, se I'm sending you a t-shirt from my patterns. But also, shall we just get it out of the way just so there's no buildup or hype? I'm actually going to be sending you this guy here and it is in your size so here you go ready uh, fantastic wow. my man you know what i mean and that's that, it that very is really awesome very understated wow. it's the it's the audra deck you know yes absolutely and for those people who won't be aware of what it actually is those who don't know the game will yeah. look anyway that's a really cool t-shirt what is that yeah i'm gonna have to explain that to you no, you should be uh pretend you should be like have you read kafka bitch <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i actually tried to read kafka not too long ago and um you know i was trying to get through the metamorphosis it's very he's a very visceral author very like like because okay. have you read any of his stuff like the what inspired the name Audrey Deck? that's okay yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Kojima. I was telling this with with uh, discussing this with Downey. He's just a, a big nexus of influences, literary, philosophical, yeah. You know, poetic yeah. and stuff. But uh, I suppose we're just flowing into it. So, dude, like you mentioned, how your week's been or or how your day's been. Um, yeah. Uh, we could we could go. It's too tempting to get straight into Death Stranding. What I want to ask is what you're doing right now. Like that's come on. Like let's be in the now right now. So what's um the what? current project? In if you can talk about it. If you can talk about your current project. Um, well, current projects, uh, there are some current projects happening, mm -hmm. uh, but none that I can actually talk about due to an yeah. NDA. Of course. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it will be uh, uh, very interesting for people to see me connected to this particular project. Mm. Uh, so that's also very exciting. Okay, um, wow, that's I hype. Am... Hype, hype, hype. <laughs> just a little bit, a little bit of yeah, hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I obviously um, Pandora is a TV show that I've been working on for the, the CW, so they're going into their second season. Mm. Um, so I'm probably going to make some appearances back in that uh, in the second season. Um, and there's a few other things, but I'm just waiting to see what the outcome is. You know, so okay. they're in the pipeline. Just need to solidify a few things. Yeah. Terrific. Very diplomatic and uh, very yeah. professional. <laughs> Wouldn't have expected anything less. Um, TJ, out yeah. of outside of acting, what other creative pursuits do you have, if I may ask? Like painting outside or writing or directing? Um, writing, I do. I ha do have a couple of things that I that I have worked on in the past. There's a, a show, a stage show that I'd worked on uh, oh God, quite a while amazing. back when I was living in London. Um, and we sort of 
did some readings of that. I'm still kind of jigging that around because things have happened in my life that will possibly alter certain things in that mm. script. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So it's a yeah. auto semi-autobiographical. I like that. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it is and it isn't. It has elements of my life in it, but mm -hmm. the characters, there's four characters that basically are a combination of myself. Okay. So, which is also very interesting. Uh, but, you know, there's other things that I'm, wor I'm working on as well. And I just sometimes have to find the time. You know, mm -hmm. I got so many things going on in my head. But for me, it's having, trying to find the time to sit down right. and focus and get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Terrific, terrific. I actually yeah. sense you've uh, probably, I can see, I can tell that you spend a bit of time in London because there's, there's a bit of the, the, the British that comes through. So oh, yeah. am I, am, am I picking bit. up yeah. on that? Yeah. You, you are probably, yeah, because I, I've, I've lived outside of the U.S. Uh, for many years. I've lived in mm. London almost 30. So okay. it's, there are certain inflections, yes, that you're probably picking up on yeah. that happens. Um, That's cool. Uh, and and it's, just, it's just been the nature of it. I think it's, I, I've lived more than half my life outside mm. of there. So I, I sort of still have that. It's more, I probably consider it probably a little more transatlantic. Then. Transatlantic, you say? So, Sorry, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Transatlantic, eh? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm talking with Tommy Earl Jenkins, all right? I don't want any any interruptions at all, all right? <laughs> you have a very, See? very fun to say name. It's just got a great Tommy Earl Jenkins. It's just a great little cadence. Well, you know, you know? it's interesting because for, for many years, I, I mean, I still am known as TJ mm. uh, to a lot of my close friends and, and even work colleagues from... Okay from the past and, and even currently still. Uh, but I officially changed my name a few years back to oh. from my stage name being TJ, which is spelled okay. T-W-E-J-A-Y-E. And yeah. um, I had a had a sort of an epiphany uh -huh. where I thought, I think it's time for me to transcend that. And, okay. you know, always liked my name, but I never, and the reason I never used it earlier on was mm. there was another Tommy Jenkins in the Actors ah. Union. Gotcha. So I couldn't use my own name. So I needed mm. to, people knew me as TJ and I wanted not to lose the contact or lose the, the connection. So I, yeah, yeah. I changed it and used it as a stage name. And then, you know, while I was still in London, maybe probably a few years before I, I moved away, quite a few years before, but I decided to go back to my original name, but then to add my middle name in. Oh, excellent. And so Tommy, yeah. Tommy Earl Jenkins is actually mm. my real, is my birth name. Terrific. And so, that would and work. I, yeah, go ahead. And it, I, I feel right now at this stage of my life, it suits me. Excellent. Do you know what I mean? Fantastic. I feel like it has a little weight to it. And I like it. It does. Like it, it, it's quite stately. You know, Earl. There's the <laughs> Earl there. That's a title. The Earl of Jenkins, if I may say. So, the, uh, Earl, of Tommy, the Earl of Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't have to make sense, man. It's cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. So like, so where, so you're obviously like LA based, like, like Darren. Yes. Um, yes. One of the things he dropped on me was that you guys knew each other for a while. So I'd like to get your side. That's amazing that I spoke with him literally at the same time last week. And how, well, when did you guys meet? I can't remember exactly when we we met. I, I became more closer to him mm -hmm. since I moved to L.A. And mm -hmm. our paths were always like this back in London because we're obviously both working in theater yeah, uh, right. and have a lot of the same mutual friends. So we knew a lot of each other, but we didn't get a chance to to work we never really had a chance to work closely together. Um, and obviously our community in the theater community is a very close knit. Uh, so we know a lot of the same people and Terrific. it wasn't until living in LA that we actually became close. And then obviously working on death stranding mm. was uh, a much more of a, a closer connection. 
Terrific. And stuff. So yeah, but I we've known each other for a long time. That's incredible. I like that. And it's so cool that, yeah. you know, and Darren mentioned that it was apparently like something out of the blue that he just, he heard you were on it and you were like, Tommy, what, what do you mean? Like Tommy Earl Jenkins? It's like, what? So <laughs> I know. And so that was, I like to say that that's a bit of that Kojima kind of, because so much of this project for me, at least is my interpretation. But I will say, I think it actually does have much more than just a subjective base. As you look at the imagery of this, there's a lot of cradling babies. There's a lot of vomiting. There's a lot of crying. There's, and in yours especially, I feel as though Kojima brought all of you like, you know, there's like-minded, I think, like-souled people who have very similar <laughs> souls to him. And he said, like, I need to almost mourn and express and cathart. And he basically you know, in a very kind of Beckettian way, like he anthropomorphized aspects of his psyche and you were like, you expressed his grief for him. Because Kojima, he's sometimes a bit of a blank slate. Like he, he he's a true oh, artist. Absolutely. Yeah. And so necessarily, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So no, I, and yeah, he yeah, go ahead. Says something, you don't, you can't actually, you, you, he is, he's a bit of a blank canvas and it's not mm. because he's not, because he's detached. He's completely there mm. and present. But, mm. you know, I think he has so much going on. Yeah. Uh, in his brain it must it must go 24 7 also and i don't want to like uh you know victimize him or anything but and he said repeatedly he's 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 processed the konami stuff and we won't we won't even get into it but what i know as like a fellow artist like i you know whenever i put pen to paper only this comes out like just the patterns so whatever whatever (laughs) that means maybe have a something wiring happened in the army or something um but so for him I feel like even if there's something where he's consciously processed it so much, there's literally the topic of the unconscious and of dreams and of being between worlds is so prevalent in Death Stranding that it it can almost not, you can't not read it a bit as uh, uh, almost like a, a pr- there's a lot of mourning. There's a lot of, uh, again, yeah. cathartic emotions, lots of, you know, from that very first trailer, you know, clutching the baby. A lot of an- analysis went into, you know, saying that the baby was like Metal Gear or his past life and that he mentioned mm-hmm. it on Twitter. He's like, I feel I'm 54 and I feel like it's my new birthday, you know, like I've been born right, again. Right. So I just feel... I want. I kind of get choked up a bit about it, but to speak, especially, especially, it's hitting me a little bit now. It hit me with with Darren. It's hitting me a lot with you. <laughs> is that if I'm speaking with someone who helped someone I cherish and care about so much, like heal mm-hmm. artistically, like that's a true honor. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I'm, I'm also, it's under ten minutes that we've been speaking, but it is a it is an honor to speak to you, man. Like, and I don't want to be like oh, lame or anything, but it's thank so you cool for, for yeah. the opportunity. Like what you did is so much more than just like a, a role, and that's not smoke blowing. It's just look at the symbolism like like death Stranding is going to be talked about and analyzed in like lecture halls in like 20 years you know what i mean be interesting, the, right? yeah. yeah and especially your performance which i think is and everyone in the rest of the uh piece would agree with me i think is is that that uh right at the end there with you really grounding to what you've been through uh with cliff and you know on yeah. your knees there it's just i just i think as i mentioned in our messages it's just you really really went there dude and like i'm so oh, glad that i have the privilege so of being thank able to you. tell you that face to face yeah for sure thank um, you thank you i so, appreciate it I want to say on of that day on set uh, with with recording such an intense scene, um, and you may have gotten this question maybe in other interviews or or discussions or chats. Um, is there anything unexpected you think we wouldn't initially think about as like viewers of that? It was there were there people like uh, you know some people can switch it on like that, or did you ask for a, a bit of a mood to be created on set for you, or can you switch it on? What's what, what's your process? Uh, no. So if we want to go into how how that 
the scene. The which scene. Is, it seems to be what, what it's yeah. being called at the moment. The yeah, scene. The scene, um, buddy. That, I mean, I knew, you know, days before when I had, you know, the script, uh, what, what that scene entailed. And I mm. saw the storyboard about how he wanted the progression of what it, where it needed to go, you know. Um, but on that particular day, um, I think we did it after lunch. So it was mm. the, probably the last thing of the day. Mm. And I knew that it was going to be a challenge uh, for me and how to get to where it needed to get to. Um, I had no idea how I was necessarily going to do that because I didn't want to map it out and make it too calculated. Right. So uh, in order to just kind of go, you know, from this paragraph, I, I intensify from this paragraph, I'm going to increase it a little bit more. And this mm. one, the next one I'm going to break down. I, right. I couldn't, I, I knew that that was the journey, but I had to let myself find a way to do it naturally. And, you know, because that it could come at any other point, you know, it maybe the breakdown would have come sooner or maybe mm. it would have come even later. I don't know. But so I had to uh, take myself into a corner when we were about to start and just try and find a way to center myself mm. um, and just to remember that everything that I was thinking about in terms of the dialogue and the journey and what what I was trying to convey to Sam in this was that I had to try and be as present as possible um, as the actor to try and do what you can in that moment without wow. trying to think too far ahead. That's of beautiful. It. Do you know what I mean? If I start to think about where I'm getting to, then I'm not, I'm not living in that moment. And also it had, was going to have a lot to do with how I was reading Sam because mm. he was there with me mm. during that whole scene. It wasn't like, you know, it was just the two of us and obviously the crew and everything around. So once it began, you know, he was fully committed 100%. And he really didn't have to do anything but stand there and yeah. listen to me. And yeah. I could look in his eyes and tell that he was listening to me. So therefore, yeah. I felt connected, which also gave me some kind of emotion because mm -hmm. I could see him taking all the words that I was saying and how it was trying to affect him even through his eyes. So therefore I think it helped me channel the emotion that I needed to, to, to convey. There. Terrific. Yeah. You know? Um, I just remembered something with, uh, you know, how that seeming happenstance of you coming, uh, to encounter Darren, for example, like, like out of mm -hmm. nowhere, again, you, you probably, I don't know if you have separate agents, like the likelihood of that really speaks to something special that was conjured energetically in terms of healing, in terms of art and the endeavor, the worthwhileness of the endeavor of Death Stranding as being a game that is about connection. Like, I love that that connection happened in real life too, and that you had that connection with Sam and uh, Norman in, in yeah. right there. Um, are you and Sam like buddies or do you like, uh, I, 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 okay. Oh, let me guess. Do you have anything to do with like bikes or anything? Because he would be all over that. Do you like bikes or is that your thing? Oh, or... I'm I'm not a biker by okay, by on. any means. I yeah. I can appreciate people's love yeah. for for that particular mm. vehicle. Uh, <laughs> I think they're 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 amazing, and he is a yeah. you know, he's a biker. I figured through it and through. Um, mm. But we, you know, I don't see him. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from when we work together and then when we're, when we're at events, it's always yeah. nice to, to see him. You know, he's a very busy man, you know, mm -hmm. everyone, everyone's always so, Same with you, buddy. Um, like we, we scheduled this like yeah. four, four months ago or something, you know? I, I mean? know, right? Exactly. You locked it down. I really appreciate it. Well in advance. Well yeah. in advance. Um, <laughs> cool. But, uh, 
you know, and so when I when we do see each other, whether it's at, a, at an event or, you know, uh, a Death Stranding event and we mm. all come together again, it's 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 a moment where he always makes a point to say, oh, it's so good to see you. And we always have a big brotherly hug and we have a yeah. chat and, and he still will say to me. He said that scene, dude. He said every time I know. I, I, see I, I what I mean? You. He does. He exactly. always he always reminds me yeah. of that day. And I yeah. I usually I typically wouldn't even usually ask, but the reason why is because I just sensed there was such a to to have brought me to where it did like emotionally to see you in that space and then to see uh, you know yeah. Norman in that space too. It was such a you know sometimes you have like a. Uh, you know other kind of like collaborations you see on screen where it's like they just work really mm -hmm. well together so i, I actually yeah. would love to see you guys do something again like similar you know together i would love uh, to be really absolutely rad. i mean i, I re definitely remember there was a, there was a moment during the filming of that because the first we did it we filmed it in one take hmm. it went in one take uh and the first one just went exactly pretty much as as you see oh, it we did a I second see. take mm -hmm. only because just purely out of safety you know, mm -hmm. and we went straight away again. And there was one moment where I think our our um, helmets locked mm -hmm. uh, and everything. <laughs> and we 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 saved all of that, and that was kind of interesting. But there was a moment where you know uh, it it kind of stopped. But he was so supportive anyway. He was just like, "Hang on to that. Hang on to that. Don't let it go. Don't That's you got you you're in you're in there. You know." And it yeah. was just you know he was a hundred percent with me and For supportive real. of that, you know? And like I said, it's the first time we'd ever worked together, but there was mm. somehow, I think, a mutual uh, respect for sure. each other. And, and obviously the scene was what it was. And so I think we, you know, I certainly wanted to do it justice. It was the hardest scene I've ever had to yeah. do. Oh, um, wow. And to, you know, to try and do that and then finish it and feel absolutely drained from mm. it. But then to look around and see that the crew had all been moved by it. You know, people had tears yeah. in their eyes a little bit you know and it was emotional for everyone that day and, and even for kojima i think he was just mm -hmm. like oh, I, I can't what can i say <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> really so truly I'm, I'm happy about that that's terrific man and and to, to to learn that it was just something where you just felt that honest in the moment uh just honoring just the emotion of the scene like i've, I've known like um if you look at uh, christopher judge in god of war he mentioned how to mm. be able to get to certain places he would like you know because the story is is that fatherhood um reconnection story with like father and son right and he he he, yeah. he himself in the in the real life like uh, this is all in the like saving um raising kratos documentary he had to kind of go in and right. just think about how he himself felt like he had personally like failed his own son in real life and like he went there right but i just i just find that if you if you just sensed what the scene needed accessed it purely like that's that's skill man and that's um truly mm. special that's wonderful yeah i i'm i'm really stoked for like all the things uh that lie ahead for you man like if if i could oh, i know i can't I, I know i i know i can't because I'm, I'm like a bit ocd i would like to know like all the things that you have lined up because i know there's so much in the background <laughs> because there's always deals you have an agent the agent's like talking to eight people on the phone and um yeah <laughs> but but basically death stranding was a moment of realizing why wow, this is like a super worthwhile uh like thespian like super worthwhile like uh true artist performer like who just suddenly burst into my entertainment and art appreciating world like yourself and yeah. like the, the ensemble yeah. cast um yeah well, for sure yeah. well it's definitely been um uh an eye opener and i think it's been nice to sort of death stranding has been a blessing in a way because as an actor it allowed me to do so many things in mm. the course of this whole project uh as an actor 
Um, and I think what's been very interesting for people to see is that, you know, they have one idea of, of who Die Hardman is, yeah. uh, typically because of how, the, how they see him from the beginning. Uh, and, you know, he's very stoic. He's very monotone. He's very, everything is just, you know, I think people think he's just going to be the, yeah. the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the direction giver or yeah, whatever, you know, yeah, exactly. and he, that's just, you know, and that is his, I think that's his military background. That is his mm. thing is just, it's just do this. Everything's very matter of fact, it's very mm. matter of fact, you know? Mm. And I think to have that journey where people don't expect mm. the twist of him at the end to realize that he is in fact human, mm. you know what right. I mean? He has Absolutely. a heart, he has regrets, he has all of these things. And in one scene, he almost let all of that out, mm. you know, that we, we, we can see. That's why it's so impactful. Um, so, I think it was it was masterful that um, for the you know as as you know the the story in the in the third act it reaches a certain emotional climax and an arc for your character that that's when we see the unmasking that's when we see the reveal. It actually you know that that's temperance you know to to hold back it actually enhances that shift more. I think theater employs that where it's like a character could be still for ten minutes and then because like and it makes when they move and when they activate that much more impactful and yeah so i think that that's really yeah. something that built into that yeah 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 terrific Definitely. well i want to ask outside of the uh, i mean first of all did you play uh, death stranding and how far did you get in and how did you go with it well i am well actually funny enough i'm still playing it i whenever yeah, i can yeah. grab time yeah, to do yeah. it i will do it but it has been a long process because it's it, you yeah. know taking sitting down with it you need to devote time. I think, oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to play, you know, an no, hour of it. That and that just never happens because yeah. four hours later, you know, <laughs> you're still doing it. Um, I know. And I think I'm at eight. Oh, chapter eight. Now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I like how you, I like the pace. To go. That's a great pace. It's yeah. like a novel reading pace. And also Kojima, if he wasn't a game maker, he would be a novelist. Look at the way he, he's yeah. almost like the Japanese Ian Fleming in some of the way he titles his you <laughs> yeah. know, the snake eater, you know? Um, and so, but I also see Death Stranding is less of a, it's more, it's very much an experience. And I weirdly, because I, I chronicled it for like two years straight, just this one project mm -hmm. uh, with Death Stranding podcast while that was doing, um, you know, I got weirdly like invested to the point where, you know, like if I heard any spoilers on the, like the week or the day before, I, I published an episode called like Angrily Happy because I had seen a new trailer <laughs> and it wasn't any, it was, it was honestly, it wasn't out of a fanboying thing. I wouldn't even, you know, and that's why I, one, I'm a very anti-gamer gamer in a way, not like hateful towards the culture, but I find there are some very unfortunate, sadly, and jaded and entitled aspects of gamer culture, which uh -huh. really, really uh -huh. d detaches from and it's such a like a uh, um, a disquieting contrast when there are performances like yours being brought to the table, where people are like, "Yeah, but when does the cutscene end?" Or "Yeah, but this?" Or "When do I?" And I hate the phrase "beat the game." It's like, do you beat a movie when you finish it? No, you finish a game. So I, I've always been right, this yeah. sort of flag bearer, not hopefully non pretentiously, of like just right. really treating this this art form as an as what it is an art form instead of um yeah you know yeah, yeah. and i think you you've really really as i as i mentioned like took it to a new level and it's like what like that's the tj bar right and 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 i'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm keen it's really cool to yeah. hear that yeah you really have raised that really and cool to hear it so you know um, um yeah for sure i but okay i have like a million questions but um yeah please, uh, please, please for sure for sure um so there's obviously like i i think 
because we know that it's going to be talked about pretty extensively for many years to come because of some of these aspects of highly interpretable media, I want to get your thoughts on uh, not just what drew you to it, but in, in just your general purview, like your general ex like connection and relationship with art and entertainment. Do you like like nonlinear, abstract, uh, avant-garde, uh, you know, unusual roles that way? Or do you what's what's kind of your view or do you, are you sort of an omnivore of, of all forms of art um i i am a, a bit i think mm -hmm. i am sort of that uh i don't limit myself uh in 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 terms of something like this particular project mm -hmm. you know i i voice a lot of stuff i do a lot of voiceover work um but this was the first mocap i'd ever done um and also to be to be honest i didn't i wasn't i'm not a, a gamer yeah, yeah, great. But hey, hug. Let's bring it in. Yeah. <laughs> hug. Yeah. Same here, I'm, same I'm here. I'm not a gamer, but I can appreciate uh, yeah. games and also because I have voiced a few of them as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so for that, I feel like I've, uh, I've come into um, an industry differently with doing the mocap and certainly working for Kojima because mm. I also didn't really know who he was. That's perfectly great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Which was great because I don't, had I known who he was and the level of his celebrity status, <laughs> I think that I would have been like, oh my God, this is, you know, it's like working for Spielberg, uh, Spielberg yeah. mm. you know, uh, of the game world. But, you know, what it did was I, I approached it and, and met him and he was just, you know, a human yep. like myself who was trying to, <laughs> you know, do a project. And I had no idea until after, you know, my first day of meeting with him I, or once I got the job, I should say, mm -hmm. once I had been notified who, who he was. And then I looked at him and went, Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. This guy's yeah. serious. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but it, it, because of that, I think it allowed me to probably do my best work without thinking, Perfect. you know, I'm doing this for Kojima. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I like yes, that. I wanted to be able to tell his story, the best way that I could. And I, you know, and, and over the course of the, the project, I got a chance to, to see how he worked and to, to get to grips with what his style was. And those people who are Kojima fans know what his, his style is, That's you know, right. they're used to, to all of that. Whereas I was being introduced to it and I feel absolutely 100% honored to be <laughs> one of his main characters who will oh, probably go down boy. in history yes. you know what i mean in, in this right. world and that mm -hmm. you know when i think about that i get quite emotional because i think wow I, that's it's a character that people will mm. you know uh remember for for years yes. to come in, in this game in that. you know Perfect. so that's really exciting really exciting i think i think you know uh, military surrealism is is a term that was coined by um Jordan Vo Roberts, so he probably visited the set and he's going to do the Metal Gear movie. Um, but what I feel, and I, you know, if you, I wouldn't even challenge you to do, like, to listen to all of the ones that I did, but in many of, of the, the episodes, I, I would dive into talking about how with Death Stranding, Kojima, again, gathered these, these people like to an unprecedented, like, just to give you an idea. So he, he, um, he stepped into Metal Gear back in the 80s. It wasn't his first, mm -hmm. like, conception. He made it his own. But it was um, so he stepped in um, and then he did like maybe one project, which was kind of low budget. It was police noughts. And then he did, you know, other so uh, of this man who off of something which he didn't really truly th like fully author himself, even though he made it his own. This was mm -hmm. 
and you, you saw terms being thrown around in the lead up to Death Stranding like this is his first original project in 10 years because since Pulley Snorts or whatever and I would regularly take them aside and or, or you know I would I would have a moment of you know maybe sharing with listeners or sharing with my fellow hosts is like guys this is his first truly like for this auteur for this man who is probably the best known he's the George Miller the George Lucas the Spielberg even Guillermo del Toro at the Dice Awards you know Academy Award winning um, director yeah. said like he is the Spielberg yeah. so of someone like this this is in a way and I'm not this is not don't want to cause feathers or ruffle feathers in a way this is his first fully self-authored completely Kojima project and so that is and I just got goosebumps when I said that and, and yeah. to, to see that everyone even again he just pulled people in like you had no you didn't know who he was and and even with mads like his son actually encouraged mads to 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 do the the project so right. i just i am in such awe of the humanity on display with the making of this project because you know humans yeah. when there's some when there's a problem when there's a, a crisis or something like we just drop all pretensions and we just we understand body language and we just come together and and help or yeah. build build a shelter or whatever and i sensed yeah. like so much humanity radiating from this collaboration and and if I, I if i may ask like anecdotally uh were there moments where you sensed something kind of in the air about it not just in within your performances which clearly have that that special um feeling was there moments like uh w w would it have been maybe in the middle of reading a script or uh, opposite another actor where you sensed other moments like with um like you had with uh like norman for example um yeah i mean i think there were moments especially with you know i'm a i'm a i'm a reader's fan Mm -hmm. And I'm also a Mickelson fan. Yeah, and so having yeah. to work with Mads, mm -hmm. you know, once again, it was the same thing again. We were two people brought onto this project and you realize during the course of it how we both worked and mm -hmm. telling the, this story. And our and our journey with together is quite intense, yeah. you know, between Mads and I. Oh, um, please go and ahead. so, yes, I, I think during the course of all of that, I found at some point thinking, God, this is this is really going to be something special. It's yeah. going to be something very incredible. Um, one because the story was so complex, mm. uh, and how we how we were able to find a way of telling the story that made sense to us as well yeah. as you know telling Hideo's story. Yeah, you know that was I think more than anything. I think we also wanted to do the best we could for him. You know, yeah. this was his oh, baby. We wonderful. are we are trying to to bring this to life for him. Mm. You that's know, very hot. Um, and it was definitely challenging, and it had its moments where you know you you think, oh, did I get that? Or you know, but once he gives you the thumbs up, you know you're good. Terrific. You know you're good. I want to ask. Oh, actually, special, you go ahead. You go ahead. Thing. No, it was definitely a special. Uh, thing like i said working with mads and and with norman uh emily who voiced some of the amelie's uh voiced her her stuff lindsey wagner yeah um you know and 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 also knowing that you have all of these these heavy hitters yeah on this project you know what like I mean? yourself for me, you know, <laughs> yeah, i'm probably the, the the least known uh actor on board uh, but at the same time, you know, it is it was wonderful to be in the in the presence and the company of all these these fantastic actors who who've done such incredible work, you know, and to work so closely with them. You know, I could watch and listen and learn, you know, and I'm I'm still very much an actor like that. You know, if 
I'm working with someone. I always feel that there's, I never step onto a set feeling that I, I know better than anyone else. I always feel like there's something that I can take away from someone else's performance. Do you know what I mean? And getting to know them as an, as an artist and just, and to see how they work uh, and, and, you know, and still apply those things to myself because I don't feel like I will ever get to a point where, and I hope I, I never do. I hope I never get to a point where I feel like, Oh, I've, I've made it. I'm here. And this is, there's yeah. nothing else for me to learn. I just, just do the jobs as they come along because then I would feel that both spiritually I would stop growing and yeah. both, you know, mentally and mm. trying to push myself even further, you right. know, uh, to do, to do, try and do my best work. So I, I still, even at wonderful. this stage in my career, I'm still very much a sponge, you know, trying to soak up as much information and things that I still can from other artists. Tommy L. Jenkins, the eternal sponge. Yeah. <laughs> Always absorbed. <laughs> Well, what I, want, yes. what I want to say is my fiance and I, we're, we're, we, she is, um, she's a personal business relationship mentor. And we always talk about like the moment you you think you've got it all figured out is the moment. Yeah. You, as you said, you stop growing because that's just not the way nature works. It's like literally since the big bang, everything is constantly expanding. Like just because you're like, yeah. you know what? I, I clipped my toenails. They're just going to keep growing. Like there is an, there is an, <laughs> and that's what my patterns are actually about. You know, there's a fundamental wow. electricity to the, to the universe, which is just constantly expanding. And if you don't follow that, because you are too, like we we're, 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 we um, we like our hair grows, our, our, our you know, we, we replace our skin, we age, we, uh, we, we make we make new relationships. Like there's always. So I love that you have that as masterful of an actor as you are, and you you keep that. Don't you push that away? You are a masterful actor. <laughs> no, oh my no, god, never, my man, never. Um, as masterful as you are with me. that. <laughs> is is that uh, is that you remain humble and and receptive and open and I think that's really what marks uh, the all time greats truly so I'm yeah. so stoked for your path man like and I said this to Darren too Darren you I, I don't know, I'll send you the episode later he was like you know what I want to be in those Avatar movies uh, I, I want to be in the Star Wars movies oh oh my god I can't <laughs> wait I just can't wait. <laughs> You sound just like him. Well. Oh well, you know, I like to, you know, you did I, a very good impression. I, I dabble, I dabble. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. My one, my one acting credit is I was the uh, quartermaster Hitchens, uh, the guy who rammed the Titanic into the iceberg in the 2004 Canberra Theatre, the Street Theatre production of Titanic, the musical, Titanic the musical, TJ. Oh, Titanic the musical. <laughs> yes, I was about to say, are we in the James Cameron? One? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, come on, please, no. I was, I was, I was, I was a baby then. Have you done many musicals yourself? Oh my God! Yes, I mean, I my career began in musical yes. theater uh, from my first show when I was fourteen, and you know, from then on, it was like that was my path, that was my journey from mm. you know being a, a ballet dancer and dancing a couple of ballet companies, and then making the transition to musical theater, um, and that was my journey. That was where you know, moving to New York and the dream to to do. Broadway and 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 all of that, and then ending up in London and working in the West End. Mm. Yeah, musicals have been a huge. My whole career has been based Amazing. in musical theater. I'll ask you to rattle a few off, but first, I asked Darren the same thing because he, you know, he's also you know performer dancer. I, I said, so Darren, how, how was it like chatting with with Mads or whenever you met him? Because Mads was a dancer, and Darren didn't know mm. that Mads was a dancer. Did you have a chat with all him? Right. Did you? Did you know about oh, yeah, that? Oh yeah, 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 excellent. Yes, I did. All right. Yes, so what did, did. What, what, what did he? I did um, indeed. What, what, well, we, what, what, we, yeah. I think we, we had that conversation over lunch one day and we were talking about uh, 
theater and stuff like that. And mm. I talked about the, our backgrounds a bit. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. So I, was, <laughs> I was a ballet dancer. And he was like, oh, my God, yeah, I was a dancer as well. And, you know, and I think dancers make wonderful um, actors. I think there's a sense of knowing their their body and, yeah. and things like that. And, um, and, and they sort of carry themselves in a different way as well mm, you know very aware um, of their presence. but it was but it was very interesting to to have that chat uh with him about that and knowing that that was a huge background That's for a lot of actors that i know have had that i dig it what was your favorite musical that you're a part of if you can oh name my one. gosh i know first one usually it's like first <laughs> one that comes to mind because you don't want to pick between yeah. your children you know yeah well no yeah. okay so i i will go back a, a ways one of my my favorites was I'm going to say Cats was one Hell simply yes. to do as, as, as a stage show, not this not this movie that happened. No, 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 no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> the stage show um, and to do it. I did it in Germany for three years, and then I did it in London, which was wonderful because that's where it all began. Um, I but I love Cats simply because it was, as a young dancer, it was one of my dream shows. Cats and A Chorus Line were at the top of my list in both shows I have, I've done. Oh. I did there farewell Broadway tour of Chorus Line um, in the States. And that was wonderful. And I and I revisited these shows again in my career. Um, but there was one show that I'd done called Pearly, which was a, a musical. Uh, it was originally in 1975 with Melba Moore and uh, Cleavon Little. Um, and it's a, about a, a preacher who basically tries to get an inheritance and all right. of that. And it was uh, it was a play originally and then turned into a, a musical but mm. to play the title role in that was absolutely amazing, absolutely nice. amazing. Is, you're basically listing uh, my future browsing history because i want to check it all out like seriously i'm gonna go yeah. on a big tj <laughs> trip it's gonna be <laughs> rad <laughs> terrific um, well actually i want to ask so um you know yeah darren mentioned the performing um uh, and and i don't know if you're aware of it but alien you know sigourney weaver james uh ridley scott it, a, a bunch of kids a young bunch of young kids got together and actually adapted it to a stage production and it has won like awards i know and and so you know kojima and ridley scott have a, a, a few similar sensibilities with you know like that thriller aspect and i was like and i threw it to i was like darren if if they turn it because it, it TJ, I don't, and this isn't like crazy. Like in Japan, they have like stage productions for video games, like Final Fantasy and stuff. Like it's a thing. So oh, I was gonna really? say, if they if they did do that, if the, if it, if down the line or whatever, like there was a, a stage production of of Death Stranding full of the monologues and these big, you know, existence and beach things and like you know, I, I could so see it. You could probably see it already in your mind's eye, like how I, you could I'm, coordinate. I'm in my my mind is kind of going crazy at the moment, yeah, thinking that I know that would. That would be pretty phenomenal. I know. So, what what would you think that. about? And with technology these days, there's yes. so much you could do. Yeah. Would you? Uh, yeah. Uh, now I have to ask. Would you? Um. Would you play? Yeah. Would you come back as uh... a <laughs> as Die Hardman on stage? How on stage. Would that be? Darren said yeah. yes. Just saying. So you have to. You can't. You can't be out outperformed by Darren. I'm kidding. You, you have. There's no oh, pressure like no. at all. <laughs> not hartman come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, okay actually speaking of speaking of these names what did what was your reaction to hearing that your name would be die hardman and and laughter is okay it's a it's a it's all right no, like <laughs> I, I i just didn't i didn't quite know what it meant when i saw all the other character names as well i kind of thought well it's fitting right in with the rest of everyone else but i don't quite know what it means right. what it's you know, it's an interesting name. Hmm. Uh, and 
when I saw, you know, some of the, the artwork for it and that he would wear a mask, you yeah. know, and all of that sort of stuff, I thought, okay, I get it. It almost mm. sounds like it should be a, you know, a comic, uh, True. comic yeah. book character. Almost. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and mm. even looking at the mask, it looks like he could fit into a comic book mm. story of some kind. Um, and when I realized, you know, kind of what I took it to mean, uh, I thought, okay, well, that, this makes sense. And it kind of fits in with the whole Kojima style. Yeah. I you think know, that, totally. um, so it didn't mm -hmm. seem out of place. That's cool. You All know, right. I think people kind of expected it. So there you go. Well, that's great. And, and I want to say with, um, you know, the masks and the, I actually, do I have it here? If I bring it out, it won't actually collapse everything will it um so i i asked dan about the um the egyptian themes uh and you know this this kind of stuff here i just i actually told oh, yeah. him i was like dan we're gonna do some research that's it we're gonna dive we're gonna do deep dives and obviously we didn't because you know like you don't want to be but i want to ask in terms of that because you know in egypt in ancient egypt like death masks was a thing you know mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and uh ritual like so so my inter and i gave i gave darren um, my thoughts on the nuances of like his performance, mm -hmm. and I wanted to do the same for you. Is so for Darren, he talked about how he changed his voice to to be a little bit back here, you know, and mm -hmm. and I noticed mm -hmm. that, and and he said, well, you know, I can't ground him because then he goes up high, up high in this register because he chose this register. I was like, well, he's being held back in this world from his family, so having that little tick in your voice is a great kind of thematic. You know, uh, you know. I don't know if it was intentional or not. And so, for, for yours, when you had this mask, you know, there's rituals, you know, th that that like prepare bodies to go to the next world or go to. I always saw him as like uh, there was some guilt, obviously guilt and shame, but it was like he was almost preparing himself for almost not not death, but just for for needing to face his fate, for needing to face the mm -hmm. next step of. Um, and I and I saw that as like such a such a power and the way that I mean we haven't even talked about it we're almost forty minutes in mm. the amount yeah. of the amount of um, uh, connection you were able to impart with those mass roles and those are challenging those mass roles did you look into any previous like actors or, or talk to some uh, fellow uh, performers who had um... no okay no I, um, I I I think for me I just you know like anything I didn't think of the mass as something that I was going to have to fight through in order to get something across necessarily. I think what I try to do, like I would imagine most actors do, is uh, approach the text from as a truthful place as you can. Truly. And therefore, if you approach it from that, from that angle, mm. everything else will come across, whether you're wearing a mask or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? You will still see it through your eyes. You will still see the intensity, your body language. It's as if you do it as if the mask isn't there. And hopefully that will that should be able to 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 read that you are indeed expressing the way you need to be expressing when it comes mm -hmm. to a certain you know passage of dialogue or an emotion that you're feeling because I only had my eyes through 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 that do you know there what I mean go. so mm. uh, but it was it was definitely challenging um, to try and do but uh, yeah I think we I think we manage that i think you did and and i think with um i'm you know again i i i was riffing so much uh, on the episode with darren about like things i could see you doing and like stage player talked about i would love for you know you know like, like for example tom hardy did um uh you know venom 
it's not Venom actually. Tom Hardy, you know, uh, Bane. He did Bane with just the eyes, right? Yeah. And where mm-hmm. I don't know if he had dancer background or anything, but he was able to bring that physicality. And what I would love to see is like um, uh, some kind of some kind of either tribute or something or, or something where it's like all of these people who had extremely prominent mask roles just talk about like what that experience was like. So you and Adam Driver, yeah. you know, with Kylo Ren. Yeah. And um, yeah. uh, but that's the thing is like um, I also want to talk about how with Kojima, his stuff is said very much always in the same breath as you know jj abrams like george miller all these people i want to say like has has this experience with kojima had resulted in like and i know you can't say too much but you can give a very eloquent urltastic answer if you like um uh, like it's almost when you speak with kojima and and collaborate there's like your kind of uh, possibilities have a, have a good chance of opening because of those connections. So have have there been, and you can be as vague as possible. Have there been any opportunities that have opened through uh, Kojima, even back into the film world, not necessarily into an, another game coming uh, coming up? Um, because he has so many filmmaker friends. Has has there been a has yeah. there been a pathway forward to that that you can disclose? Well, I don't um, want to get you in I, trouble. I, I, no, I mean I I I think at this moment in time I I don't. Not necessarily at this stage. I mean, I work has come through yeah. and and things like that, but not in the sense that, you know. I think maybe there's still time because yeah. we're only three months. You I know, know. I it's been crazy. Down for three months, it feels you like know, it's it been like, like it's been longer. May, you know, like three so years. people yeah. are only still just <laughs> yeah. becoming aware of it. Do you know what mm. I mean? Um, I would love. I'm I'm absolutely up for anybody who wants to hire me based on something that they they saw me in or, or felt moved by. I think that was one of the great things about doing the mocap was mm. that not only did I have the mask, but then I was able to do it without the mask. And it was like mm. filming a movie, you know, yeah. and some of the technology is so incredible that, mm. you know, I get so many messages from people these mm. days, you know, via social media who are saying, you know, I can't, for a moment, I thought I was watching a movie because it, it looked so real. And it Absolutely. Was, you know, and it's all of that. Um, mm. And so, yes, I think hopefully, you know, I, I, I hope that things do open up a little bit more. I mean, it's what yeah. it's what I do. I think it's what every actor, you know, hopes that, you know, they get attached to a project that they feel passionate about and very proud of it, that mm. it will, you know, like anything, jobs will lead to other jobs, True, you know. Right. Um I have no idea what there you will go. Happen. Uh, the ever, you the ever open. Like I like, like that. Like I said, yeah, I, I'm absolutely open to things. I mean, I do have uh, uh, people who have reached out for for various things, and um, you know, and I'm 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 open. But as long as it's the it's the right thing to do, yeah, and you know, I'll, you don't just take everything that comes along, but That's you great. want to be able to do things that are going to make a difference or, mm. you know, it's going to be challenging or it's going to tell an incredible story, um, yeah. you know, and to see what you can do or what you can bring to it, you know? And, you know, it's interesting because I got sent um, a mask. Yes. Uh, a Die Hard Men mask. Awesome. Did, did you see that? Um, I, I, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, that's crazy. And so was it like actual one-for-one replica, like from, from the game, as though it was just straight from the game kind of thing? Yeah, it was. There you go. Boom. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was pretty incredible to sort of see. Ah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's phenomenal. That's right. Terrific. I mean, if you would, and you don't have to at all, if you wanted to put it on, go for it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, are you going to, with the strap and everything? Dude, are you kidding me right now? Okay. 
Where have I gone right now? Am I even right now alive? This is Tommy L. Jenkins right now. This is this is insane. Dude, I'm I'm insanely honored. You can even say you can say whatever you want. <laughs> That's incredible. Dude, I, I st I'm stoked on that. Yeah, I like I like the laugh. That's great. Um, does it uh, say say something through the mask? Just just does it come out? Probably just take it off if the go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, those yeah, AirPods. Those AirPods are, cool. are are treating you well. They've got good audio quality. But yeah, through the mask, not definitely yeah, not the um not so good. Yeah, <laughs> not so good. But um. That, and you absolutely didn't even have to do that at all. That was really rad. That's a moment where, you know, I try to kind of keep composed. And my refrain, I don't know if you ever have this with, because, um, uh, you know, moments of speaking with someone whose work you've admired, I have a refrain, which is like, oh, wow, like I'm feeling this this moment of feeling honored, feeling stoked. But I always like, we're, all, we're both made of atoms. Like we're both, it's all good. Well, we're on the same. Absolutely. I, I always feel that. But that was a moment where it shook a bit. I was like, wow, that's actually something I'm going to be telling like my kids if I have any. That's pretty <laughs> Dude, speaking of which, ha have you had moments in, in showbiz, um, in the business where you have had that moment, you know, speaking with someone like a director or something where you're like, wow, like that was a moment for me meeting a hero, anything like that for yourself? Um, I tell you what was very interesting was meeting Lindsay Wagner. Oh, um, the bionic Lindsay woman. Lindsay Wagner. So as, as, a, as a young man growing up, I had mm. three, three women on my wall growing okay. up. It was Linda Carter. <laughs> wow. Sarah Fawcett. Yes. And yep. Lindsay Wagner. Okay. But that, wow. So, that would have been a trip for you. Three. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so when I first met, uh, Lindsay uh, at Sony, she was coming in to do a session and they told me she was coming and they wanted me to meet her and, and everything. And when I met her, I literally looked at her and it was Jamie <laughs> Summers to me. It was yeah. Jamie. I grew up with this woman being Jamie Summers, the bionic woman. And she's just as beautiful now Aww. as she was then. I absolutely and, and agree. Her spirit, her energy, everything. And I said to her, I said, it's such an honor to meet you. I said, I'm Aww. such a a fan of, of you and everything. I said, you might not be able to see it, but I am absolutely fanning out inside right now. And she <laughs> see, was you like, had a moment yeah, too. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Amazing. I know. <laughs> it's, 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 that's out there. There you go. Well, it's, um, it's like a, it's like a fractal, you know, I'm, you know, you look at Kojima whenever he's in front of George Miller, like he, he's like a schoolgirl, you know? So it's just a continuation. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure yeah. George Miller has someone as well. If he met like Hitchcock or whatever, you know, do you have, um, so filmmaker wise, do you have a pantheon, your five favorite directors, five favorite actors, um, just so we can get, um, kind of deduce, go for it. Um, I keep pantheons all the time. I'm, I'm a list maker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm always a Scorsese. Ah, uh, oh, Scorsese. You, you know, go. and Spielberg. Yeah. Um, you know, those, those they, they sit right at the, mm -hmm. at the helm for me. Yeah. Um, just because of the, the, the sort of eclectic type of work that they have done. Absolutely. You know, over, over the years. Um, and you can never tell. It doesn't. They never do movies where you go, oh, that's that that typical. I mean, Scorsese does a lot of this sort of Italian, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, big blockbusters that Al Pacino and kind of uh, Robert De Niro stuff. But he does a lot more than that, you know. So you you kind of get that there is a style, but they do such different work sometimes yeah. that I'm just kind of blown away I by by all of that, you know. For sure. Um, and there are there are actors that are just uh, daily that I'm. I'm in awe of uh, 
Uh, you know, and Mads is, Mads is one of those actors mm-hmm. that I find is very, like, an understated yeah. performance. Have you seen, you've is. seen The Hunt, haven't you? I'm sure you've seen The Hunt. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's 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 yeah. heavy on the soul, but in a great way. Um, yeah, very yeah. moving. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I dig it. Um, you know. And so, would would there be at least one other, just so we can triangulate a little bit? One other actor. Oh yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, um, I'm still a, a Denzel Washington fan as well oh, because I've I've kind of followed a lot of stuff that he has has oh. done. I'm sorry. Um, you're gonna you're gonna be in the Equalizer three. I am manifesting that for you. You're gonna be in the Equalizer. <laughs> you're gonna do it. I'm sorry. I just, that's it. I, I'm just, I receive that. I receive good. it. Good. <laughs> Thank you for receiving that. This is also a message directly to TJ's agent right now. Please make it happen. Yeah. Okay. Make it happen. It's meant make to it be. Happen. Black Panther 2. Yeah. And it's interesting freaking, ma- having Matt yeah. Jordan as well on yeah. on, on set. For, mm. uh, oh, yeah? He's doing the, the Metal Gear. You know, he was he was a really cool guy to just kind of, I didn't really get a chance to speak to him very much, but it was nice to sort of, because I know he's a big Kojima. Oh, yeah. Uh, big time. Yeah. Aficionado. So, um he was cool and I've loved some of the stuff that he's done as well I just had another thought so of the big ones that are still going right now you know Star Wars there's Star Wars there's got I think Jurassic is wrapping up soon with they're filming soon on mm-hmm. that but you've got the Avatars which there's a few of them that I haven't filmed um, the the Wizarding Worlds like the Harry Potter so of these kind of you know those big giant well, James Bond which uh, if you could pick one if they were in a lineup and I'm sorry to do this you have to only pick one yeah. which would you be like you wow. know what that one and that way when you get into that franchise, which you will, because I'm manifesting that, whichever you choose, okay. they can cut I to this. You're manifesting for I am. I love and <laughs> yeah, and they can cut to this clip of you being like that one, and it's the one you got into. Yeah. So go. Which one? Yeah, I would do a Star Wars. Hell yeah, buddy! <laughs> yeah, I would do a Star Wars. Come, you know, I would create Come a character on. for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, it's happening you know, for you. 100%. Uh, you Terrific. Yeah. Well, you know, because everything's um, I, I you know, ILM released. Uh, it's gonna be. It's very. It's almost full circle because you know Kojima inspired by film to make his, but you know the way that the Mandalorian was made, you know with, uh, mm. you know John Favreau, Carl Weathers, all this amazing, it was actually retroactively inspired by games. Like it actually used game tech to do digital mm. backdrops, and you're familiar with this from from musicals yeah. and stage productions. Like it's a big yeah, video yeah. wall, video wall. You know, yeah. it just. 8k resolution so so and and they were able to make that they're filming it actually very soon i think they've already probably even almost about wrapped filming but you know they got the obi-wan series and they've got the untitled tj as a jedi series coming up you know what i mean (laughs) so oh yeah within star wars who would you play jedi or you know you might have something left field for me maybe bounty hunter or something um I'm not You'd sure. be a Jedi. You're such a Jedi. Look at you. You freaking Jedi. I'm not sure, but I, I, I think Jedi is definitely <laughs> yeah, a, you would. is in my in my being. You would be Samuel <laughs> Samuel uh, Jackson's uh, mentor because they haven't filled that in. Yeah, you know that'd be rad. Yeah, or whoever's like Obi Wan's Obi Wan's first mentor or something like that. You know. Yeah, rad. yeah. I dig that. Well, that's gotten all the listeners hyped right now because they're just going to be spamming um, Star Wars now with like, um, I heard this on the Albuquerque podcast. You kind of need to make this happen for TJ right yeah. now. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to. You need to make it happen. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So Star Wars, it is. Um, and. Well, that's like I've. I think I've reached. I reached. Think if they ever did Death Stranding as a movie as well, do you imagine? Well, yes, and wow, <laughs> why hadn't I thought of that? That has to happen. Oh yeah. well, then yeah, you would obviously jump back in as and like you wouldn't let, let <laughs> yeah. anyone else touch that. Sorry, that that role is yours, a hundred percent. 
yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. maybe I want to get your really forecast good. actually on on the health. Like, if if the film industry and art and theater, if they were like, you know, organisms, how what what would be your finger on the pulse? Like, how do you feel about the general, um, the general sort of life force of uh, filmmaking and TV? What's what is your kind of TJ's take on that? What do you think? Just how things are what, going in terms of just of just how the industry uh, yeah. is. You mean or yeah, yeah, yeah. just industry uh, like uh, with the kind of projects that get the green light, that kind of thing. Performances, um, yep. You know, I I think that it's it's very interesting because I think that there's a lot of you know whether it's TV or film. You know, obviously, you know we're kind of in what we call pilot season at right. the moment, so it's okay. all the new new shows that are getting picked up or not mm -hmm. necessarily getting picked up, but they're doing the first pilot. Right. Uh, for potential new shows for the for the fall season, mm. um, and there's some, and I've seen some of the scripts for some of them, and there's some very interesting stuff uh, that's happening. Um, I think you know we're also in an, in an, in a time where diversity is really playing a big a big part. You know where we're trying to bring uh, some uh, diverse actors to the for forefront sure. that never would have necessarily had you know, oh, yeah. a look in uh, for certain things and also just getting the, the recognition. And yeah. and really, because I'm, I'm speaking certainly when I just recently saw Parasite uh, <gasps> and it won. Best, I mean, the movie was incredible. I had no idea what to oh, expect from it. And I was absolutely blown away. There by you go. It. And Bong um, Joon-ho, when, when he was doing the, the speeches, he was like, this is a good, a great step forward for... Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um, you know, so I... You know, I, I try to follow where the industry is going because, but the thing about it is you can never, it, it, it can change on a dime. True. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I like the stuff that's coming out. There's some good stuff and some stuff that's not necessarily my, my cup of tea, <laughs> but, um, I can appreciate the work that certainly goes into it. Um, you know, and I think it would be interesting in the future that if the Academy started to recognize motion capture, uh in terms yes. of games as as a as an art to wow. be considered for for you just Oscars. made you just made andy circus blush right now okay so yeah. he's, he's he's like you know what tommy I'm, I, I really appreciate uh, your patronage and your support of my art form and um i really really appreciate you as a performer and i would love to perform with you um, sometime soon yeah i can't i see that that's a that's a that's a that's a five out of ten at best um but obviously yeah. i think i think i mentioned i mentioned that in a message you would obviously work with andy if you had the opportunity you oh, know he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's directing now he's doing animal farm he's doing the venom sequel i think so i think he's actually going to shift yeah. more from you know this thing which you know like the, the rig you were wearing like he he was part of that yeah. pioneering force and i would love because well, that yeah. kind of pioneered and kind of brought it to the forefront a bit yeah. when all the motion capture and, and the reason i say that is because it's it's the same work ethic as a, for an actor to still try to live the scenes that you yeah. are doing and physically doing um and, and in I some ways that. it's a little harder because you have to imagine yeah. things that aren't necessarily around you as mm. an actor you know you we're not blessed to have the the comfort of having a full set around yeah. you or necessarily you know the props that you you need um and so i feel like you have to dig sometimes a little deeper yeah, to make it's... things come across and um, why shouldn't that be I recognized think that, i think and i you think know. that warrants you know some sort of recognition you know yeah. for people working in that side of things you know i think it is something that people would be uh could benefit from i think it's something that having that recognition for that type of work 
because you're still you're you're also an actor, not just a voice actor, but you're an actor. Yes, doing that exactly. You know exactly. And I think by having A-listers on board doing things like that, maybe at some point the Academy goes, "Oh well, they're doing exactly what they would do." Yeah, in a film or a TV show. You know, it just happens to be now they're you know being challenged by you know being put in a suit with headgear on and cameras and exactly. over their face <laughs> well your clip will be part of the pitch reel if ever you know you know um this is brought to academy and 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 to have mm. these i would love for the worlds to merge you know kojima talked about that. It's like after death Stranding, i think the next 10 years are going to be about these things merging so that we could potentially see something like you know a ps6 title starring tomiel jenkins yeah autobiographical, <laughs> autobiographical self-authored <laughs> performance amazing thing i'm gonna manifesting for you uh in yeah. like 2020 2026 as oscars or something thing you know your and i mentioned this with darren as well is is what was done in, in the surrounding will be is, is part of this this movement um of of taking things and your performance is at the very peak of that movement uh of mm. taking things to that next level and i think it'll be part, your your performance will be part of that reel of like you know this is where we're at and this is the level right. we're at um you also <laughs> named uh you maybe may have missed it but you named your autobiography and just what you were saying live the scene a Tommy Old Live the scene. Okay. Live the scene, man. Live it. There you go. Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. Um, speaking of living and life uh, and moving on, <laughs> I want to ask if uh, I have you for any longer because I'm just conscious of time. Did you have anything? You're good to go. Terrific. Um, and then I was also going to ask, and you don't have to do this at all. I asked Darren. He was very kind enough. Uh, just uh, if you wanted to have, because uh, like I like to just put things at the start of episodes sometimes. So, if you wanted to say like uh this is uh tommy l jenkins die hardman from death stranding and you're listening to the albert kessa podcast only if you want to you actually don't have to at all it's up to you <laughs> and it uh is it kessa albert kessa Ke- like chemist yeah yeah so yeah. okay awesome i can feed you the line if you want so uh, i am uh, yeah what's up everyone i'm tommy l jenkins die hardman from death stranding and you're listening to the albert kessa podcast Hi, everyone. This is Tommy Earl Jenkins. I play Die Hardman in Death Stranding. And you are listening to the Albert Kessa podcast. Dude, I'm trying not to trip here. I'm trying to stay fresh. Trying not to, like, tear up. But that was fucking (laughs) rad. And also, I am, you know, again, as someone who, you know, abstract artists have are in the thick of the whole idea of like if i scribble is it art? What is art? Am I worthy? All this crap, you know, and and I was telling this to Darren, it's like, I don't care. I'm going to harangue you. Australian expression for like, I'm going to bug you. I'm going to harangue you. Right, yeah. um, uh, for Because I, I like to send gifts. So I don't know if you got, I don't know if it's because it's so like, uh, why do we talk about this? Thing? Do you have like paypal.me forward slash Tommy L. Jenkins? Like I do this for all of my like artist friends. Whenever I just, I feel like a, like a pulse of love for them. I just send them something because your time is so right. valuable because you know what I mean? And your, your agent, I'm sure in booking this, like his time or his or her or uh, their time. So like, is that, is that, <laughs> a thing what can i do can i i just what can i send you tommy to say thank you (laughs) i'm good you don't need to do okay i had to offer it's been great to have the the time it's been wonderful well i suppose um from here we've covered quite a lot of spectrum and i'm glad that i asked you about what you were working on outside of film because that's always very fascinating because what people mm-hmm. do outside of their of their craft always informs so you're obviously a very active person um do you like to read do you like to uh what's kind of a, a day in the life do you meditate what's what's this what's um, your i do i do mm-hmm. i i meditate uh 
Uh, I try to do it daily. There are days where I, I, I kind of get sidetracked, but I do try <laughs> to set aside time to, to do that and try and center myself, especially uh, living in a, in a city where it's everything's go, go, go. Yeah. Um, I go to the gym. I work out. Uh, that's kind of my part of my daily, my daily ritual. And uh, just trying to relax. You know, even that is a practice. <laughs> it's life is stressful, bro. Like I get it. It is. <laughs> you have to it find really your avenues. Is. You know, making my patterns is. is is my main thing. Going yeah. for walks and then yeah, you know, working out when I can. You know, You're, and it's a rise. Yeah. It, every day I always say this sort of thing. You know, it's rise and grind for me. Every day is. Rise you know, grind. I'm always chasing the next, the next gig, the next thing, yeah. and I'm always looking to see what else is coming around. You know, and yeah. because as as actors, you know, we are, we're always like that, and it's very exciting in one respect. It's yeah. also very unnerving in some respect. Yeah. It always keeps us on our toes. And, you know, and I think ultimately you you are always chasing after that project that's going to be, ah, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to, I'm going to be able to get my teeth into this. This is wonderful. And, you yeah. know, and so there's always, always that. You're always looking for the challenge of, of good work. I've heard the expression yeah. feast or famine as another thing where it's like, you know. Like, it is yeah, feast or famine. Well, it is. Mm -hmm. okay. It is. I'm not going to lie. It's one of those. And, you know, and I've, I've dealt with it my entire life. It's just, you know, I would never tell anyone to be in this business <laughs> unless, unless you have fire burning in the pit of your stomach that right won't there. let you do anything else. Per do you know terrific. what I mean? Beautiful. And And for me, it's just that's exactly how I am. It's what I do. It's what I've always done, you know, no. um, and I've kind of crossed various uh you know, aspects of, of the industry, you know, whether mm. that's doing voiceover work or doing TV or doing film or doing stage work, it's mm. always within the same sort of realm of, of, of the, as an actor in entertainment, depending on what, what medium I'm working in. Um, you and it's, it's challenging. And, you know, there, I still have things that I want to do. I'd love to be able to do, you know, a stage play again, a straight play on Broadway or, Excellent. you know, or go into a movie. I'd love to, you know, to wake up one day and, hear that they're doing Death Stranding as a movie and I get to play Die Hardman. Of course, oh, no, who wouldn't? It, it totally you know? is happening. I dig it. Okay, I, just, I, I, um, I need you to be on stage now. Like, I, I, I can't get that out of my... Because I can tell, like, body language is 80% of communication. When you were talking about stage, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, t Tommy needs to be on stage in 2021. I'm going to America in 2021. Whatever it is, like, I have to see you on stage, bro. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, you never know. You never yes. know. It would be cool. It would be cool. You so, know, yeah. and this, you know, I still have a, I'm a, I have always been a dreamer. I'm still a big dreamer. I still yes. have things I want to accomplish and do in mm -hmm. my life. And I just, uh, and I just feel like I'm always, you know, on a path to try and find those things, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, and sometimes you just need to stop and let yeah. those things come to you, you know, mm -hmm. but I try to keep myself open. You know, I'm always open to, to work and stuff and everything. And it is, but it's, you know, it can be challenging. You know, mm. it's a very competitive industry that we're in. There are people who, you know, are at different levels and, you know, you're still competing with other people. And, you know, and hopefully somewhere along the line, you know, you land a job where people go, ah, it's like, where did you come from? Well, I've been here. There I've been go. here all the time. No one's, <laughs> no I, one's yeah. bothered to, to see it. Yeah. You know, I've heard the expression, part of it, you know, it is part of it. I've heard the expression. It takes 10 years to be an overnight success. I like that expression. <laughs> but, but I've always just... said one of those days where I'm sitting on, you know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon's yeah. talk show and 
you know, you sit there and they go, so you've just done this major film. It's a, it's a hit, you know, you're getting rave reviews and mm-hmm. it's like you're an overnight success. I'm like, I've been an overnight success since <laughs> I was 14. No one's just known about it. <laughs> I so dig that. Amazing. You've given me so many beautiful, like clip out quotes for this man. And I just, when I sense that about someone, it's this, it means that they're constantly in their truth because the, and I see this with my fiance, she can constantly access. You have such a great turn of phrase and so such a great economy of expression. I'm sure you've heard my stuttering and like, blah, that's because <laughs> this is my brain at all times. It's just this activity. Yeah. That's yeah really this, cool. So there you go. So wow. I have such, such respect yeah. for people with economy of expression and, and, with a with a with a, a knack for like encapsulating uh something as you have and you just gave more than a couple hundred um way more than that uh listeners uh mm-hmm. who are maybe pursuing the arts that you've given them some hope and some clarity and some focus so you've you've done that oh absolutely i, I hope so i mean <laughs> hey i mean i think that's i try to pass on my knowledge when i can with with younger artists and or anybody who's willing to to take on any advice that i may have to to offer um, I think that's it's part of what I feel we're here to do is to to give back in some ways. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I'm always looking to to be able to talk to people, and you know, if there's anything that I can can do in terms of departing wisdom on onto them, then I'm I'm more than happy to do that. Tommy, you're yeah. one of the most worthwhile people I've ever spoken to, truly. And I just I have no reservation in saying that it has been such a pleasure to chat with you, dude. Um, and a pleasure for me as well. So cool and sure. relaxing. Absolutely. Oh, I'm, I'm very glad. So some things on the way for you. I'll probably send you some patterns as well. Um, hopefully the shirt yeah. arrives. So you're probably going to get two, which would be really rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say... Yeah, um, I was going to say, if you ever wanted to jump back on, if like no pressure at all, you're more than welcome. Would you want to at all? Like on the show yeah. to discuss them? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Absolutely. I am going to go... <laughs> Dude, it has been beyond a pleasure, truly. Um, so I guess, do you have, like, well, I mean, so there in LA, I have all the questions about LA. Darren had an Australia-related question for me. Um, but what I can say is on behalf of all Australian listeners that we love you very much, right? And I just figured you would have someone from Australia directly tell you that just in case there was any doubt. Have you ever visited Australia? Would you be Would you be willing to and want to visit? Well, oh my God, I've been many, uh, many times. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yes, because my husband is Australian. Oh, beautiful! That's fantastic. Well, yeah. um, we and, and we I have to get him. In Australia. This is crazy. Well, next time you're here, like, hit me up. I'll I'll do the road trip, buddy. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Or or come yeah. to like come to the uh, statistically most boring place in Australia, Canberra, the capital where I live. <laughs> oh, really? Where you live? <laughs> They're from Newcastle, and oh, the I was born in Newcastle. My nephew. Oh, were you? Yeah, you were that's born cr- in yeah. Wow, I was amazing. born in Warta. Nice, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so they're from oh. Newcastle, and my sister-in-law and her husband and child are in Sydney. Okay, well, this is amazing. You're part of the tribe, and you have been. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. I'm getting all happy yes. and Jewish and expressive. Oh I my know. God, I've I've performed. I've been on stage in Australia. So all right, I loved it. Yeah. I yeah. I can't wait to get started on my giant like TJ just like diving in all the things it's going to be fantastic and um i've added you to my imdb and stuff to just keep 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 in touch with like what's happening you're welcome on the show anytime you've got my email and stuff so you can always hit me up and everything that's you've got that so that's all good all good i'm gonna edit this thing and put this puppy out by the end of today for you tj for you all right
<laughs> All right, mate. All right. You've got a pretty good Australian accent, actually. I actually heard it before. It's funny. You have a better Australian accent than me. I've lo- I lost mine. I just don't like. I don't mm-hmm. have an Australian accent. It's just weird. I uh, it's because I I watched a lot of TV as a kid. It's just I never got it. I feel sad. You at least you have an accent. You know. No, I hear it though. I can first, hear it. First world problems, man. Dear diary. You know, today I realized. <laughs> I love my accent. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Dude, um, have a fantastic rest of the day and uh, let's catch up again Thank soon. You. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure, man. Pleasure's all mine, man. Take care. <laughs> Bye. All right. All right. Take care. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.